It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Glenn Riker. Welcome to the first episode of eCycleTravel.com podcast. I'd like to start off this podcast and this series with just a little background riding history of both Cheryl and I. <clears throat> My wife Cheryl and I both rode bikes before we met 30 years ago. And when we met and later got married, we continued to ride primarily mountain bikes because of where we lived at the time in northeast Pennsylvania. We rode along the Lehigh River Trail, which is a rail to trail along the Lehigh River nice gentle grade biggest challenge was just watching for black bears a lot of black bears in northeast pennsylvania then we decided to sell that business and move back to the midwest because at the time i had a lot of family members living in northern illinois so we moved back here to wisconsin 10 years ago and like i said one of the main reasons was we had family about an hour two hours away and the other the reason why we picked southeast wisconsin because we did a lot of research, and there were, we learned there were great bike trails. Specifically in the area that we're looking to move to, there's one called the Inner Urban Bike Trail. And where we first lived, we were only about a half mile away from that bike trail. And, through, and we were riding that bike trail. The very first year we lived here, we rode from Mequon, where we were living up here, to Grafton, riding up a hill. And I looked to the right, and I saw this little ranch farmhouse on some land. I go, wow, that would be a great place to live. Right on the bike trail. Well, three years ago, we looked and that property was available and we moved into that property. So now the Inner Urban Bike Trail goes right past our property. And the Inner Urban Bike Trail, for the, those of you not familiar with it, it is a Rails to Trails bike trail. I believe it's about 30 or 40 miles of bike trails all the way from Oostburg and even Sheboygan if you ride some backcountry roads. Uh, all the way down to Milwaukee, and then you can pick up the Hank Aaron Trail and a lot of other bike trails. takes you right to uh, the baseball park where the Brewers play. So there's a lot of great bike trails here. That's one of the reasons why we picked this area. And over the years, we have ridden a couple different bike types, which most of us, I'm sure, have. Uh, when I was a little kid, I had the bike with the banana seat and the big handlebars along with uh, my first Raleigh, I think it was a 10-speed bike. And when I was a sophomore, junior in high school, myself and five friends rode our 10-speed Raleigh's and other bikes 180 miles in three days. And that's another podcast story. Uh, maybe we can have some of those guys on as guests. I've reconnected with some of them when we moved back here to the Midwest. <clears throat> the last couple of years, We've had hybrid bikes when we first moved here to ride on the bike trails. We got tired of people passing us because we were pedaling like crazy and the road bikes would pass us. We don't personally like to ride on the road because there's too many distracted drivers. You see that just in cars. So on bikes, we really don't have much defense. So we ride almost, well, not almost, we ride strictly on rails and trails or other types of paths. 
But these, where we are north of Grafton up to Eastburg, there's not a lot of traffic on the bike paths. So we got uh, Trek, Madones, carbon fiber road bikes, Gary Fisher mountain bikes for some of the gravel roads we would drive on. And those were hanging on our wall. And they were great. We've ridden those bikes for 10 years since we've lived here and, you know, other bikes like that before we moved here. But then we were up in Door County. Door County, for those of you not familiar with it here in Wisconsin, well, everybody lives in Wisconsin knows about Door County, but for those of you out of cheese country, the cheddar curtain here, Door County is just this beautiful peninsula that sticks up into, on one side you have Lake Michigan, on the other side is Green Bay. You know, the Packers, the Green Bay Packers, the only NFL team there is, well, at least in the state of Wisconsin. But Door County just goes up there, and it's great food, great restaurants, great places to ride your bike. We started going up there a few years ago, courtesy of one of our clients, our primary businesses. We design and build gardens for our clients. One of our clients happened to have a nice home up there that they would let us use um, when they weren't using it. So we did use it a few times before they sold it. That's the bad news. Um, my parents used to go up there when I grew up in Northern Illinois. My parents would always go up to Door County to play golf with their friends because um, they always said, you know, even though the kids were here, they still had to have a life. So they'd go away on the weekends and grandma would come live with us and uh, cook her great um, cinnamon uh, rolls and stuff for us in the morning. So that was always a win for us. But I'd never been there as a kid or as an adult. So when we were back here, we had the opportunity to go up to Door County and fell in love with the place as everybody does. And we love to ride our bikes in Peninsula State Park. I think it's one of the biggest state parks, if not the biggest, in the state of Wisconsin. Just absolutely beautiful. Lots of shoreline, lots of woods. Just it's what you picture if you're thinking up north in Wisconsin. And we usually stay in Fish Creek, which is kind of the hub on the bay side of everything that's going on, great stores, great restaurants. That would be another podcast. We'll be going up there uh, the end of September to talk to some people. But we had brought our bikes up there, but we decided to rent a couple of e-bikes. There's a place across the street from where we stayed. We rented a couple of Trek e-bikes. They're more of a commuter model, but that's what they were renting for this crushed gravel bike path. It's really smooth in Peninsula State Park. And we rented the bikes. We rented them, I think, for the day. They were pretty reasonable, like 60 bucks for the day. And that was a lot less costly than buying them and not liking them. We took them out there, and i got to tell you, it was really great. Uh, one of the main reasons we had decided to explore e-bikes was my wife, Cheryl, who ran a major East Coast ski resort, um, and myself, we she ran a ski resort, but I've She and I have both skied since we were probably eight, nine years old. And that's hard on your knees when you're skiing hard and you're skiing probably 60 days a year. Uh, It's just hard on your knees. So when we're out riding our road bikes or our mountain bikes, if we're going up an incline, it's just it's hard on Cheryl's one of her knees to do that. And we're just at 63 years old. We consider ourselves very active. We work every day in our clients' gardens. We're not sitting in an ivory tower. We're out actually designing, building, and maintaining their gardens. We're getting in ten to 15,000 steps a day. We can do all that, 
without any pain or issues. Okay, maybe a few pain and issues, and maybe an Advil once in a while during lunch as a side course. But um, bothered one of her knees. And as you get older, you're going, eh, maybe riding in the drops isn't as easy as it used to be. So we rented those e-bikes, and it was great. We could go up the hills. It kind of just took the edge off of riding for us. And once again, as we do these other podcasts, we'll talk about how we chose the e-bike, the benefits, how it still works for us, how I still get a workout because we track it on our Apple Watch. Even though it's an e-bike, I can still get for an hour, hour and a half, two-hour ride and get my average heart rate in the one-teens or one-twenties. So we rode those bikes that day, and it was great. As they say, the rest is history. We love them so much. We came back here to Grafton, Wisconsin, test drove a couple of specialized Como 3.0s at Eric's Bike Shop. Eric's Bike Shop is a large regional Midwest bike shop. They're great everywhere. We happen to work with the one here in Grafton, and Nick is the manager. Sam's the assistant manager. Great service. And they said, yeah, take them out for a ride, take them out for, you know, a couple hours, and they're right on the bike trail. So we hopped on the bike trail, rode to our house, and back there, and it actually took us less time than, I think, driving our car to the bike shop. And they said they had several people that actually commute from Grafton, which is about a half hour north of Milwaukee, that would commute by bike from Grafton down to Milwaukee because the bike trails connect. <laughs> One gentleman said it actually only took him seven or eight minutes longer to ride his e-bike down there than it um than it took for him to drive his car by the time he parked and did everything else related to driving a car um so we took him for a ride and we had some canoes in a trailer that we had purchased two years ago that we really didn't use i've learned that it's hard to own watercraft of any kind unless you're on the lake where you can take them out for 15 minutes and bring them back in so I go in our barn every day and look at those and go, eh, we're really not using those. So we sold that and bought the bikes instead. So now those uh, e-bikes are hanging on our wall on a steady rack. If you have a bike, you've got to look at steady rack. I think their web address is by steadyrack.com. Best invention in bike racks ever. It's easy to put your bike on this rack. And the beautiful thing is if you have a small garage is, these bike racks swivel 180 degrees. So you can put your bike on the rack and then push it up against the wall. Or in our case, we have our chargers in the middle so I can push the bikes out, get to the charger, plug our bikes in, get to the air compressor that's adjacent to it. But the steady rack, um, we'll probably post those on our Instagram picture, on our Instagram platform. By the way, if you are listening to this and you want to access our other social media platforms, you can just go to ecycletravel.com. And on that website, is really just a landing page, but it launches you onto a link to this podcast, which will be available on Apple after we start doing some of these. It'll link you to our Instagram page, which we post photos and a lot of videos. When we go on these trips, we'll post videos that we got with some of the people that we talk to. And our Facebook page, which we may post, we can post longer videos. We'll shoot them, edit them in iMovie, and put up on put them up on Facebook. So uh, Steady Rack, we'll shoot something on that along with all of our other bike-related posts and food. Ecycle Travel is all about pedaling, traveling to great places, 
and, of course, the food and drink once you get there. So that brings us to ecycletravel.com and this podcast. Um, let's start with, I'm using on my notes, I use Notability. If you've never used Notability, our company, our garden construction company, is paperless. And one of the things that makes us paperless is a great app called Notability. I have all my show outline on there, so I can just kind of skim through there and do it. But it's, it's a great app along with Evernote. Uh, but ecycletravel.com, why did we do this and why this podcast? Everybody has different outdoor interests. Some people like to golf. I used to golf until I was about say I'm 63, so I don't know, about uh, 15, 16, 18 years ago. I had back surgery. It hurt my trapping some skunks, <laughs> skunks revenge, the doctor said, the neurosurgeon, and blowing a few discs out. I only thing I had to do was pick up golf. I can still work. I can still rake. I can still do all the hard stuff. Golfing, if you ever watch golf and these players, even if they're in great shape like Tiger or some of these other guys, they still, it hurts their back. So I had to give up golfing. Some people like to fish, whether it's charter boats or they have their own fishing boat. Some people like camping or glamping, a little upscale camping, where they go the full-blown RV or trailer. And some people like biking. Those are all great ways to enjoy the outdoors, every one of them. We live in the state of Wisconsin. We Winters don't bother me, but a lot of people say they endure the winter because of our summer seasons are so great. And everybody's outdoors. Everybody likes to do something outdoors. Here in March, when it's 40 degrees, you'll see people in sandals and shorts at Costco's. And if that was down in Florida and it was 40 degrees, they'd be bundled up, hats on, gloves, mittens. And Wisconsin going, yeah, it's springtime. Let's deal with it. So those are all great ways to enjoy the outdoors. Shell and I love to ride our bikes. And on any kind of trail, preferably more than 20 miles in length. That goes into rails and trails, or rails to trails. That's, those are great because they're usually very long, some of them really long, hundreds of miles. State trails here in the state of Wisconsin, we have all kinds of trails. The 400, Sparta, uh, I just read about one in the paper today, the Sugar River Trail, I think it's called, that we'll be going to. We've ridden the Sparta Trail, and we're going to go back there. Uh, and even local trails. We just came back from Manitouish Waters, which we'll be talking about here. And they have, Villas County has about a 52-mile trail, and Manitouche has a 17-mile trail. So we like to ride on trails because for us it's zen-like. We love working in our clients' gardens. We work on very large gardens that we install for most of our clients. We're very unique gardens that you have to pay attention to what you're doing. It's in the detail. That's zen for us. Getting on our bikes is zen for us. And if I had to worry about Bobby texting Susie and not watching what they're doing and hit me with their car. I'm not happy. I can't relax. So uh, that's why you ride on trails all the time. We don't ride on the road. But when we do this, we like some comfortable stuff. We also look forward to a comfortable bed at the end of the time we're going. And I'm six foot four. I like a king size bed. And trust me, it is hard to find a king-size bed in a lot of the communities we go to. I've learned to Google king-size bed and then fill in the blank of where we're going, like king-size bed in Manitouish waters, and they pop up. Because there's a lot of rental homes, Airbnb, 
lot of queen size beds. There's us tall people out there that need six foot four bed. My wife's only five six. She doesn't need a king size bed. I need a king size bed. So we like to be comfortable. Then we like an interesting place. We want to look at. We love the outdoors. That's our business. So we want to go someplace that is gorgeous. And in Wisconsin and all over the country and United States, Canada, we've got lots of places we can go and travel. And then we want great food. My wife is a gourmet cook. She loves to cook. In fact, right now when I'm done with this podcast, she's made a new, not a new, but she's made a great, her great sauce from the San Marzano tomatoes we just picked from our garden this, this week. So we love great food. Comfortable, like the local restaurants. Obviously not chains, not super high-end, but we like to be comfortable and we like to eat good food. And that's what ecycletravel.com is all about. Sharing our experiences with that, because we never see anything like that online. We do research and go ride for a bike trail. There's no good videos of the bike trail. There's no places that reference where to get a good meal, who the local people are. Um, I just sent an email up to Door County Creamery, and we're going to be talking to them when we go up to Door County in a few weeks, or the end of next month, I guess it is. So we're going to have those interesting stories. So when you go out there, you go, I know where the best goat milk gelato is. It's at Door County Creamery, or the pizza at Wild Tomato, or the pizza at Pea Patch, which we'll just be talking about here. That's what we want to do. So top things, and we, like I said, we're going to share all this via our social media platforms. And the easiest way to access those platforms is through ecycletravel.com. Ecycletravel.com. You can just go there, and there's a link to every one of these different social media platforms. Like I said, the things we look for are great trails to ride, the local places with the best food, and unique places to rest your head at night with great customer service. And we experienced that this past week. So let's start with our most recent road trip to Manitowish Waters, Wisconsin. I feel sorry for the kids that grew up in Wisconsin because there's a lot of names here, kind of like in Pennsylvania too. There's a lot of Native American names that have a lot of vowels in them. So having to spell Manitowish Waters, I think a lot of kids grew up in Wisconsin, they're probably pretty good spellers as they get older because there's a lot of unique names. Um, unbeknownst to me, when I was in college, I, was, like I said I grew up in northern Illinois outside Chicago, and I would drive from there up to the Keweenaw Peninsula, another gorgeous place uh, to ride your bikes and just to visit. But a lot of times I passed right past about a half hour east of Manitowish Waters and Boulder Junction. I grew up there to Michigan Tech University, great college, um, I went up in that same area, Watersmeet, um, Conover, for Boy Scout camp. Beautiful lakes, woods, chains of lakes. Everywhere you turn, there's another lake. And we had heard there were a couple of nice trails in Manitowish and Boulder Junction area. So when we go on these trips, <clears throat> the first thing we look for is lodging. Let me just take a little break here. For future podcasts, I don't expect it on this first podcast. But on future podcasts, you can call into the show, and uh, that's the whole idea of this, is live interaction. In the future, we hope to have people on from Specialized Bikes, Door County Creamery, some of the lodges we stay at, maybe some of these other places, and you can ask them questions. And like I said, they'll be available on 
iTunes for future reference for people. Um, so, you know, you can always call in. You go to Blog Talk Radio. You can get get the call-in number there. Or the call-in number is 323-642-1251. 323-642-1251 is the guest call-in. I said I don't expect any here. I don't know if anybody's listening to this first podcast. When we go, to look, go away, first thing we look for is, okay, where do we want to go? And then we look for lodging. Like I said, I learned to Google king-size bed, fill in the blank of the town, and look for lodging in Manitouish. And because we looked at they have little cottages you can rent on lakes. Like I said, nobody has queen-size, or they all have queen-size beds, no king-size, because they're smaller homes, old homes built in the 40s, 50s, 60s. Um, so they don't have room for king-size beds. We made an online reservation for the lodge. They had a great website, interactive website. And I inquired about bike storage because of electric bikes, electric assist bikes. <clears throat> like I said, we'll get into that in maybe our next podcast, is you don't want them sitting out in the rain at night. In some places we've gone to let you bring your bikes into your room. The lodge at Manitouish is really nice. They don't want that, but they have a – she. The woman who I later learned her name was Dana, great manager of the Lodge at Manitowish. She said, well, I can just put them in the garage for you. And it's locked at 10 o'clock and open at 7. And there's a video camera on the lo- on there. And once you got to the lodge, you go, okay, nobody's going to go in there because you're in a secluded area. And other people had their bikes in there. And they also kept their golf carts where they transported people to other areas on site were kept in that area. We went in, checked in. That was easy. Keyless entry. We go in there, king-size bed. You open up the door. You see the gas fireplace in the corner of the room. A little hot. It was like 85 degrees when we went there. No gas fireplace on. I'm sure it's great in the spring and the fall, and that is a huge place for snowmobiling in the winter. So I'm sure it gets a lot of use in the winter. They have a small fridge, which we use to store our peats in, which we'll talk about in a minute. They have a Keurig. If you drink coffee, I don't drink coffee. My wife does. They have a great Keurig uh, machine there with complimentary coffee and a large flat screen TV with great reception. Um, I don't know if it's cable or dish, but it is a great room, a couple of chairs and a table so that you can sit there and play cards if it's raining out or like we did eat pizza one night. They also offer light breakfasts. Um, we ate breakfast there the second and third morning. Coffee, bananas, fresh granola bars that my wife took a couple extra with to uh, eat on the way home. Uh, some hard-boiled eggs and some fresh pastries. I had a couple of. I may have had a couple of extra pastries that second morning. They were really, really good, um, and it's all complimentary. For more information on that, if you do go to ecycletravel.com, go to our WordPress blog. I have a blog on there about our stay, and it shows all the pictures of the lodge at Manitouish Waters. They have a great breakfast area, all log furniture, not seats, just the frame. And then they have these big pads in the or big cushions inside there in this one room, very comfortable, warm. Once again, a fireplace, lots of wood and stone. Um, they also have, uh, that's when there's less people staying there. And then they, we went down to the end, which was, I thought, just for when they have groups, because they do have groups that go there for a retreat. 
but it's a common living room area. Gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous common living room area with one of the biggest flat screen TVs I've seen hanging on a wall. Had to be about a six or seven foot flat screen TV, which I'm sure is tuned to the Packers in the season. Um, and once again, a fireplace, just really nice room. They also rent condos and individual homes that are lakefront. I believe it's on Rest Lake, R-E-S-T. And uh, the people that own Manitouish Waters Lodge and this just do a great job. The same company and family also built a brand-new fitness center adjacent to the condos. They were just landscaping it, another company up there in that area. It was just actually finishing the landscaping, and we went up there to look at it. It has an indoor pool, state-of-the-art equipment, and they said there's a full basement. They intend to add maybe maybe massages, group workout areas, really nice state-of-the-art equipment. They've done a great job, and um, they also own some dining, which we'll talk about in a minute. Got about 20 minutes left here on this first podcast ever of ecyclotravel.com. Glenn Riker and my lovely wife, Cheryl, who will also be posting some things on Instagram. She posted on Instagram today when we were out for a bike ride. Let me just get a drink of water here. One second. Ah, We have great water here in Wisconsin. Let's talk about a little about the bike trails that we went up there for. Like I said, that'll be the format of e-cycle travel. We'll talk about the lodging, the bike trails, and the food, and maybe some things you can do if you're not going to ride bikes every day. Bike trails, there's a combination of Manitowish Waters bike trails and the Heart of Village County bike trails. I'm not quite sure where they mesh together, but you end up with 52 miles of bike trails that go between Manitowish Waters, um, Boulder Junction, St. Germain, and there's one or two other towns in there that I can't think of off the top of my head. All quaint towns, all beautiful place, and great fresh air. First day when we got through, we rode the the path um, from Manitouish Waters, which is all the towns up there are about two blocks long. <laughs> towns is a stretch of the imagination. But uh, we rode from Manitouish Waters, our lodge, up to Chamber of Commerce, realized that was the end of the path, and then we rode the other way towards Boulder Junction. But then it looked like it was going to rain when we were a couple miles away from Boulder Junction. So we turned around and hightailed it home, getting home about five minutes before the rain hit us. The second day, um, we rode from Manitouish Waters to Boulder Junction and back. Nice sunny day. But let's talk about some of the trail highlights of this uh, cart called the Heart of Villas County Bike Trail. Said if you go to our blogs, we'll have more links to those and the Manitouish Waters bike trail. Uh, let's talk about some of the highlights. Lots of bridges, well done bridges. The family that owns Manitouish Lodge has helped fund a lot of the bike trails in the area, <clears throat> and the bridges are great. They, I don't know how many of them are brand new, but they're in very good condition. The bike trail's in good condition. And these bridges, we posted videos on Instagram, either go over water, near water, um, streams, creeks, lakes. They're they're just great metal trails with a nice wood wood platform 
to have nice uh, transition um, metal plates where you go from the paved trail to the bridge. You don't have this big bump when you go over there. Said you have a great view of a lot of lakes, deer, foxes. Uh, You may even see some bear. Just want to stay away from any wildlife you see anywhere. Uh, There are bear up in that area. There's a lot of there's occasionally places where there's blueberry patches or strawberry patches. You know, just be aware of where you're going. Um, we didn't see any bears. Um, we did see some deer, um, but we that's the extent of the wildlife we saw. I think they have five or six what are called fixation stations. It's not that, I don't know why they came up with that name. Fixation, you know, you're focused on something, but uh, on these fixation fix stations they usually have an air compressor that if you've got a low tire they can fill that there's tools that are attached to it with steel cables so if you're having a little problem that you need to fix while you're on the trail you may not have the tools they've got the fixation stations we're just a little shy of boulder junction at the one we're at they actually had a well and you could pump the water out of there i don't think i've done that since i was in boy scout camp the trails have great paved surfaces. I don't know how old these trails are, but we've been on some bike trails that were pretty rough that were pavement, and these were gorgeous. So they must have been paved in the last couple of years. If it's in the summer and it's hot, you can stop and swim. Now, it may be July. There could still be ice on the lake. Okay. There's no ice in the lake in July. But the water might be a little chilly, but it's going to be refreshing, and it's going to be a little warmer than Lake Michigan or Lake Superior. So these inland lakes are really nice places to stop, bring your swimsuit with and your bike, stop, go for a swim, get back on your bike, finish your ride. There's 20 different parking spaces or different parking areas for access along the length of the trail. So you can decide where you want to go. Like we stayed in Manitouish Waters, but maybe next time we go up there, we'll stay in Manitouish, go to St. Germain and ride St. Germain to Boulder Junction. Um, so there's different parking accesses depending on what part of the trail you want to ride. There's no trail fee. If you do buy a map of the trail or download it, um, there's no fee. But if you buy it, they do like a $2 donation to help defray the costs of the bike trail. The bike trail itself is general rolling terrain. Like I said, if you go to Instagram, you'll see some of the video we shot. It's roll, gently rolling terrain through pine forests. There's just something about the air up there. It's really clean. Like where we live out in the country, there's farms around us. We live on a farm, and we think this air is clean. But you go up there, and I don't know what it is. It just seems really clean. Um, We saw lots of families on the trail. Now, we went up there midweek. We like to go midweek because we avoid some of the crowds. I don't know how crowded this bike trail is, you know, on the weekends. But we saw from... Uh, midweek, we saw a lot of older people like ourselves on there. We saw some younger people in their 30s riding their bikes, road bikes, hybrids, electric bikes, recumbents, you name it, they were out there. Um, And we saw families riding on the trail. So, uh, you know, there's always advantages to riding midweek, if you can do that. If we go midweek, we work weekends to make up for missing a few days, maybe midweek on our clients' gardens. But it's nice because the rooms are always less by maybe 20 or 30%. The restaurants are less crowded. If you're going to do something besides that and go to a, maybe an amusement park or something in the area, uh, that's less crowded as well. 
Um, and when, while we were there, they were adding a large bridge over one of the rivers. I'm not sure which river it is, but it would extend the path from Manitowish waters up to Mercer, which is a little bit north of that. <clears throat> we went and looked at a section of that bike trail, and it looks as nice as everything else. So that bike trail is going to be a lot longer. So we were up there for three days, two nights. We rode two of the days. And i got to tell, it's just an outstanding bike trail. The scenery is fantastic. The air is great. Um, And we only rode about a third. We've got 64 miles in in two days. We rode the same section twice. Once, kind of hurrying because we thought it was going to rain the next day at a more leisurely pace. Um, because it was a nice sunny day. But we still only rode maybe a third of the bike trail. So we're going to be going back up there. Let's talk about some food options. We've got about 12 minutes left here. We'll go through some food options, uh, and we'll go from there. Food options. Uh, The Lodge at Manitowish Waters owns several local spots, including Dixie's, which I believe is for breakfast and lunch, light. It's more of a coffee, uh, for great coffee, and maybe some light lunch or breakfast fair. Then they own a restaurant called Smokies, which the menu looked great. I just didn't bring – I was really casual. You can be casual there. The only thing they asked, I called about their dress code. The only thing they asked is you don't wear a hat during dinner. There's a throwback to my 97-year-old father who passed away this time last year, and that was always one of his pet peeves is when you come to the dinner table or lunch, breakfast, whatever, you don't wear your hat. So I think that's really cool. So Smokey's is another great restaurant. We didn't have a chance to eat at either one of those, but right across from the lodge at Manitowish Waters, we wanted to cross a place called the Pea Patch. And by the way, right next to the Pea Patch, you expect really crummy grocery stores when you go to these small towns. Like, you don't expect a lot. Their grocery store was just a miniature version of the Sendix or the nice grocery stores we have around here in southeast Wisconsin. We're really impressed with the grocery store here. So if you go up that area, you know you can get some great food at the grocery store. I don't know what the name of it is, but it's right on, like I said, Manitourish Waters is two blocks long. You can't miss it. But we went to the Pea Patch, typical up north menu, great burgers, fish, fish fries on Friday nights, homemade pizzas that we can vouch for really good, salads, all freshly made. Uh, Great French fries, really good food after you've been riding all day. We had, when we went there for lunch, we both had Caesar salad. Cheryl had chicken on hers. And we were sitting there, we saw people getting pizzas, looked really good. So when we go out, sometimes we get lazy and we don't maybe want to go out for dinner. We're more breakfast, lunch people. So I just ordered pizza, walked across the street. Actually, I drove my car because it's a little more than a walk across the street, um, maybe two minutes away, three minutes away from the lodge. But drove my car over there, grabbed the pizza, one for Cheryl, one for I. We each ate half of our pizzas in our room, put it in our refrigerator and go, ah, I saw some microwaves in the common areas. Maybe we can ask them if we can warm them up down there. The next day, we asked Dana, the manager of Logic Manitoba Waters, if we could use one of their microwaves to warm up our pizza. She goes, oh, no, that's not a problem. She goes, we'll just bring a microwave to your 
room. Let me repeat that. Bring a microwave to your room. I'm going, great. Not 30 minutes later, we had a microwave oven in our room. We got home from writing that day, warmed up our leftover pizza, and it was great. Great customer service on the lodge at Manitouish Waters. Uh, the pea patch um, is a sports bar atmosphere. They've got two or three TVs. They've got indoor, outdoor eating, whatever you like. Second morning was some scattered rain, so we were we kind of went on a mini road trip, and we went from Manitouish Waters over told, towards Boulder Junction on some back roads. Uh, around noon, we stopped at a, in Boulder Junction. We we had done some research and found this place called the Granary, um, and we found out it served breakfast all day. So. It was about 11.30 when we stopped in there. We were a little hungry because we had just had a light breakfast back at the lodge. And fast service, great food. We sat out on an area where they have a three-season porch, um, all glass, parking lot in front, which a couple times we did drive by there. They were always busy. So that must mean they've got some great other food as well. They've got indoor seating. And probably like most of the places up there, they have food to go. We had breakfast and we watched the people coming, excuse me, the people coming and going and the cars going by. There were guys that pulled up in trucks with a fishing boat behind it. Must have been out early fishing. Came in as they came off one of the area lakes and grabbed a great breakfast. Um, quick thing on scenery and as we were out riding, I think it was check. I meant to check when I was making my notes here. I think it's Highway K, maybe, from Conover, which is right on the Michigan-Wisconsin border to Boulder Junction, which has got to be one of the most absolutely gorgeous drives in the fall. There's a rolling road, uh, which went past lakes. It was almost tree-covered, like you're driving through a tunnel the entire way. Uh, There's maples on there and larches. If you're not familiar with larch, it's kind of an oxymoron. It's it's actually a deciduous evergreen. I know, doesn't make sense, but a deciduous evergreen. There's evergreen-like needles, in the evergreen family um, and it usually grows in swamps or wet areas but in the fall it is this lemon yellow just lights up in the swamps absolutely gorgeous so that's got to be a great way great ride in the fall which in northern Wisconsin probably peaks end of September I'm guessing I'm not sure um, but uh, a great great area up there. So in summary, let's talk about this. Manitouish Waters in Boulder Junction. If you're a fisherman, you know Boulder Junction. Muskie capital of the world. They have muskie up there that are like four or five feet long. I think that a family of four could live off of them for a month. Gigantic fish. Um, They're always going up there. They have championship up there. They fish up there. Guys and girls go up there all the time just the musky fish. That's what Boulder Junction is known for in the summer. In the winter, take your snowmobiles up there and ride snowmobiles forever through the woods, through the three or 400 inches of snow they probably get up there. Um, and uh, obviously the bike trails. You can also, in Monaco area, which is a little bit south of there, a little more touristy, really nice shops, but we like a little more peace and quiet out in the country. You can rent Argos. You can rent ATVs. They have all kinds of things that you can do uh, 
in horseback riding, that kind of stuff. Um, so it's, the bike trail is a must-ride bike trail. That whole system, like I said, we rode maybe a third of the bike trail. Great food, and we would just touch the very edge of the food possibilities. It's kind of a quick trip for us. Like I said, we just went out there, rode two days, stayed two nights, and then travel. It's about a four-hour ride from southeast Wisconsin up there to that area. Um, probably things, social media. Uh, we've had to be very good at social media and technology because we're a small company. It's just my wife and I. We design, build, and maintain some very large gardens for our clients, highly technical gardens. And our clients are very busy and successful families. So we've had to become good at technology as ways not to interrupt their life, but to let them know what's going on by building websites for their projects, by keeping them abreast of what's going on. Uh, We use Evernote, Notability, Smartsheet for project management. So we've gotten very good at social media where a lot of people my age, 63 years old, are still going. Um, You might hear that in the background. We have a severe thunderstorm warning coming through here. That's my weather station going off. Um, So um, a lot of people my age, 63, are still trying to figure out how to attach a picture to an email. We foresee have kept current with technology. So go to ecycletravel.com and access all of our different social media. Um, on the next show, we'll talk about our experiences, how we actually chose our e-bikes. And we'll back that up with some blog posts so you can see some of the actual pictures. And, you know, you can call in and ask us questions. We do have a call-in number. This is meant to be your podcast, not me talking to myself for an hour, 45 minutes. I want to talk to some other people. So if you listen to this podcast, you know, just bookmark this space. Follow us on some of our social media, and we'll always share, you know, when we're broadcasting these shows. Um, so we'll talk about our e-bikes. We've had them for a month, 300 miles, 310 miles, I think, we put on in a month. We like to ride our bikes a lot. We ride between 300 and 500 miles in the season here from April through September, Um and we've done a century ride five years ago. We did a century ride up in Door County. For those of you that don't know, that's 100 miles in one day. Yes, people do that, 100 miles in one day, and we did that. But now we've got 300 miles on our bikes, and we've learned a lot of things about e-bikes. And they're all good. We don't have a negative thing to say about that. And that's what we'll talk about in our next podcast here on ecycletravel.com. So this is uh, Glenn Riker from my wife, Cheryl. With ecycletravel.com, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to our podcast today. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.